0: Hello everybody. How you doing? Hope all is well. Welcome to another episode of Shot of Philosophy. And today we're going to talk about a book that I just got in the mail. I haven't used it yet or started using it. I've briefly looked at the introduction and I kind of flipped through a little bit. So I'll share one great quote from it and a little bit about the inspiration for getting it. So, the book is called The Time Block Planner by Cal Newport. I'm a fan of his cuz I love his book Deep Work. And it really did change the way I live, like on a daily basis. The book is about how we should sort of schedule and execute chunks of time where we focus on single tasks and sort of let that populate our day versus being constantly distracted or multitasking. Right. So I am not a fan of multitasking. I don't believe in multitasking. I, you know, I think I've conveyed many times in the podcast throughout these you know, over 100 episodes now, the power of attention, the power of focus in such a distracted world. And Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, was super helpful, and I think this planner will be helpful. So the planner is sort of like, let's say, the philosophical and the super practical aspect of how we can do what Cal Newport calls deep work, which, again, just to summarize it, is, you know, focused, attentive work on a single task where you eliminate distractions. And this is going to be helpful for me because I want to get better at planning ahead to alleviate anxiety around when I'm going to do certain things. And again, I just randomly flipped through the book. I found this great quote from him that speaks to that, right? So when we practice deep work as a practice, as a habit, not only do we do better work in the moment, right? Because we're not distracted. We're not looking at our phones. We're not, um, you know, surfing the internet and like half doing a task. We're really training ourselves to focus on one single task. And I even, you know, I phrase it as questions or I'll phrase a task as a question sometimes in my head and just focus on answering that one question right um when it's time to do emails i'm just doing emails and i'm thinking how do i respond in a way that's clear and concise and respectful to this person and i just focus on that right i'm not listening to an audiobook at the same time i'm focused on the task right this is one example and then for cal newport it's like all right you want to schedule time for your emails so you're not just constantly checking your emails all day right so it's like emails from 9 to nine thirty, and then maybe later in the day from 3 to three thirty. And that's what I'm doing today. And you kind of have an idea, you know, in the morning, like you schedule that, right, specifically, so you alleviate the feeling that you have to be checking your email at 12 and at 1 and at 2. You know, at these times, I check my email, and that's it. So this also is great for cultivating discipline, right? There's a lot of potential benefits from engaging with Cal Newport's ideas. And let me read this idea. This is great. So one really interesting part of the book that I'm looking forward to using is... Uh, The Week Ahead Pages. So before each week, it says The Week Ahead. He has a great quote. And then um, just like a a page and a half of lines for you to, I guess, map out. Again, I have to read the intro and the instructions still. That's what I'm imagining this is. And I think this is the section that will actually be the most helpful for me. Um, I think, again, you know, I want to alleviate my anxiety. So if I know in The Week Ahead this can wait for Friday, this can wait for Sunday, I think that will help me relax. And I also think for me another really useful part of this book will be accountability that it will offer me. So I can look back and actually say, did I spend my day well? Did I spend my week well? And I've sort of been doing this already. I think I mentioned this in recent episodes of the podcast. I've been doing this just in my regular book, um, like my regular notebook, just taking a page and writing out what time I get up and trying to keep track of, you know, am I taking too long to transition between tasks? Am I getting distracted? And I've been trying to keep account of how I spend my deep work time throughout the day and which tasks I have been you know, allocating the time to, but I think this plan, or even just looking at it, it's designed to help me do that more effectively. So I think for me, this will decrease anxiety around getting stuff done and it'll also increase accountability. And those are my two general goals. But again, I have to read the intro and see how that develops. Here's a great quote from Calvin Port. I like this idea a lot. He says, having deadlines and obligations floating around in your mind is exhausting. It makes it impossible to completely relax and over time can lead you down the path toward a breakdown. However, Once you figure out what work needs to be done and when, it's like a weight being lifted from your shoulders. The uncertainty vanishes. When you work, you can fully concentrate on the assignment in front of you. And when you relax, you can do so without any anxiety. So I think you alleviate the anxiety by getting things done. And also by once again, for me, I think allocating and planning and then sticking to the plan for things that you don't have to get done today. I think on the podcast, I talked about the ABC method that I got from uh, the book, Next Job, Best Job by Rob Barnett. Um, A, stuff you have to do first, right? One to three things, the most important tasks, these have to be done first and with the most attentive, uh, attentiveness. The B list are kind of like good things to do that day that, again, are just secondary concerns, but you still want to get them done. And then the C list is sort of the stuff like that might be lingering that you really shouldn't do today that, you know, might become a B or an A tomorrow, or even today if you get all your A's and B's done, but C's are the ones like you kind of can ignore, but you don't want to forget them kind of deal. So this is, again, similar. I'm working on these ideas. I think I'll probably combine the A, B, and C with this book in some way or with this planner in some way, because the deep work tasks for my A tasks will happen first, and then the B tasks and the C tasks, right? Um, So I think, again, planning is a great way to alleviate anxiety as long as we also execute on the plan, right? Because going from week one to week two, if we execute on week one, we build that confidence, especially with a book, right? We can go back and read it and see, oh, I executed, nice, good job. I can then make better plans and be confident that I'll execute them the following week. And I do hope that this alleviates some anxiety for me just around, like he's saying, obligations and deadlines because I have a couple of things going on at once. But he also uh, comes from academia um you know leaving academia ish at the moment still working on my dissertation though so that's a task that's just like constantly looming right and i'm sure a number of us might relate to this right um i mean we could all relate to it but i'm sure a number of us could really articulate and say clearly like here's everything i'm juggling right um so this is a great way to i think have multiple tasks going on or multiple things to juggle and just organize it a little bit right so I want to finish a little bit of philosophy because all this for me revolves around some really powerful stuff about time management, attention management, and I always like to include some ancient philosophy if I can. So here's a quote from Seneca. That's a famous quote. It's great. He says, people are frugal in guarding their personal property, but as soon as it comes to squandering time, they are most wasteful of the one thing in which it is right to be stingy, right? And to comment on that, we can never get our time back. Time is not money. Time cannot be returned money can be right you can't really earn more time your time is limited we don't know when it's going to be over right but ultimately i think seneca in this uh in this section from on the shortness of life is reflecting on how we just sort of don't organize our time we don't allow ourselves to you know let's say reclaim or claim our time and by reclaim i mean within our own habits right Again, not to keep mentioning this, but Dr. Cal Newport has a great video on why you should quit social media, right? To reclaim some of your time moving forward might mean to say, you know what? I'm going to implement some discipline here so I can actually use my time and attention towards my highest purposes, towards the things that actually make me happy, towards the things that actually help me improve, right? So being frugal with our time is a great idea from Seneca that I think this planner would help me or is going to help me with and would help anybody with potentially, right? Being frugal with your time would be a good thing. Having time that is sacred is a good thing, right? People do this, I think, quite frequently. I do it too, where it's like, you know what? When I'm working out or when I'm writing on this project or when I'm with this person, like, I do not allow interruptions. Society, I think, you know, has shifted a number of ways and a lot of them have been good and a lot of them have been not good, right? I think one not good thing is, like, our phones and our technologies. Can kind of remove all the sacred time that we once had, right? We need spaces. Like one of my my rules when I lived at home, you know, even when I re, you know moved back home after college, was like if we're going to eat a table together, do not be on your phone. It was time where it was for the family, and that was it, right? So something like uh, again, a self writing practice, an exercise practice, those could also be deep work practices if we don't allow distractions into those spaces and those times. Being frugal with our time means using it in the ways that's best for us and best for others, not in ways where it's distracted and where it's, you know, kind of being taken from us. And by being, you know, by that, I mean like if something isn't serving you, right. And it's taking up your time, then it's that time is being taken away from you because it's not serving you and what you want to offer the world or who you want to become. So maybe it's a time, the time block planner, Maybe you read Deep Work and you like it. Maybe you look at Cal Newport stuff on YouTube and you start being more frugal with your time towards your own aims, towards your own goals, towards making the best things you can make for yourself and others. Hope this is helpful. I'm excited to use the book. I'll probably have a couple episodes on this too. um, And we'll see how it goes. So thank you for listening. Hope this is helpful. And I'll talk to you soon.